Fishing like a local isn't just about catching fish. It's about connecting with the environment and the people who call it home. It's about hearing the stories and traditions that have been passed down for generations and sharing unforgettable moments with the people you meet along the way. Fishing like a local is having an experience that stays with you forever. And with Fishing Booker, you can experience it too, no matter where you are. Discover your next adventure on Fishing Booker. This upcoming concert season will be all about the boots, and Tecovis is your stop for the best in Western style. Tecovis has seasonal and limited edition offerings this spring and summer, including men's and women's boots, apparel, hats, bags, and more. All Tecovis boots are made by hand in a time-honored tradition with timeless styles that are always on trend. And Tecovis has first wear comfort with little to no break-in period. It's hard to find this level of comfort paired with this level of style. Stop by your local Tacova store, have a complimentary drink or two, that's WCB style, and shop new styles. The smell of fresh leather and friendly staff are at your service. Many stores even have leather custom branding to make your boots truly personalized. And with regular live music and events, there's no in-store experience like it. If you can't make it into a store, just visit tecovas.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com. They offer free shipping on all boots, as well as free returns and exchanges, and ship right to your door. Go to tecovis.com and find your new favorite pair of boots today. I can't say we got nothing. <laughs> I'm pretty sure, like you, you don't come back empty-handed too often, do you? Very no, rarely. No, yeah, no. I would think that. It, yeah, no. If we do, there's normally a pretty good excuse. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, weather. <laughs> we had a, this drunk guy. Yeah, visit, yeah, We had this drunk guy. We had to take back, <laughs> you know, so we had to cut our trip short. Something like that, right? Yeah. 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 Cool. Um, no, I'm happy to have you guys back in here again. Right, because yeah. this is what we plan. We like got to bring you guys back. Yeah, it's perfect. Um, but um, I wanted to really just lead off with when we left off. You were on your way to nationals for spearfishing in mm-hmm. a lake in Arizona. Yep. Right, and you won. I did. Yeah. <laughs> Congratulations. That was the plan. <laughs> awesome. And this is your back-to-back win. Yes. Right? And which qualifies you for the national team to compete in Spain in 2023. You're on now the international team. The, the world's team. Yeah, the world's team. Yeah. World's team? All yes. right. So, yeah, proper uh, terminology. Awesome. So, first, all right. Congratulations. Thank you. That, that's awesome. Like like we sent you off and then you came back a winner and it's awesome and it's cool. So, and Chiefy, you're back with us. Um, so thank you for swinging by and you know, we're going to get into a few things today. We're definitely yeah. going to talk about, um, everything Julie that you have going on. So I am with, uh, Chiefy and Julie Higgs here again today on the connected by water Cod podcast powered by Joey Cardi, Chrysler Dodge, Chief Ram and fueled by our good friends at Papa's Pilar Rum. Remind you never to be a spectator. <laughs> so it's on autopilot now at this point. <laughs> um, so, tell me, in your words, when you went fishing in the lake, about your experience. So, 
every tournament we do, we look forward to seeing familiar faces. There's, there's some people I only see at tournaments. Mm-hmm. And just good time doing what we love with people who enjoy competing. And I have the same partner, Javier, that I had for the first Nationals. We figured since we won as mixed team, mm-hmm. might as well stick together and do it again. And since we were both unfamiliar with the area, we had to make some decisions on if we were going to try to find a local person to captain for us, if we were going to rent a boat and try to navigate on our own. And we decided to invest in a charter. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I picked the number one guy on Google. And <laughs> <laughs> Deep strategies yes, here on yes. the Connected by Water podcast. Um, <laughs> Yeah, so Lake Parter or Lake Powell Charter Service. Okay. Um, and I reached out to this guy and we talked and I was like, you know, what? I'm gonna make a few more phone calls and I'll call you back. And we ended up going with him and he was amazing. We were so happy that we invested in him because it made it so all we had to worry about was competing. We didn't have to worry about learning to navigate, having to figure out where Utah was or where Arizona was because if you're in the wrong area the wrong day you could be disqualified oh it splits the line mm-hmm. oh wow um you know he's a charter guy out there every single day so he knows where the fish are why they're there mm-hmm. what time of day what species everything we didn't have to think we scouted for two days so we had a pretty good idea of what we were looking for and tournament day we just had a really good time we put the work in and we did well now were there others that are that Spearfish in that lake all the time competing in this? There are several tournaments that are held in that lake and a lot of people in this tournament had competed in the past and we talked to them and they gave us some advice and mm-hmm. yeah, it's a it's a pretty common thing. That's cool. Yeah. I mean, and you only fished this lake how many times? Just that one time that was mm-hmm. the first time? And you won. Yeah. <laughs> and, and I don't think you do a lot of freshwater spearfishing. No, it was only my second time ever doing freshwater so first time in that lake, but second really? time ever doing is that one. is that harder for you because the buoyancy stuff is different, or is it really a non-factor? Um, it's just something you got to be aware of. We uh, we actually went to a pool and tried on a seven mil wetsuit because we knew it was going to be cold. Okay, and figured out about how much weight we had to bring with us, uh, and then you know you pack a little extra just in case you're wrong. But you definitely are not as buoyant, and which is nice. I mm-hmm. think it actually makes it easier. It's you're not fighting that buoyancy going down over and over again. Right. Um, so I wouldn't say it makes it harder, but it's something that you need to be aware of. Right. And, okay. and there's different fish. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. So go over the fish again that day you were catching. So it was a two-day tournament. Mm-hmm. And there was a trash, they called it like a trash day and a game fish day. And the trash fish day was striper and carp. And the reason that was trash fish in that lake is there's an overpopulation of those fish and they're not supposed to be there. And mm-hmm. uh, the lake is basically unhealthy because of the numbers of those fish. So us spearfishing, really? yeah, us spearfishing those fish uh, actually helps the lake out. So there's no limits on that fish. You can shoot as many oh, as excellent. you want, catch as many as you want. Our charter captain. They want them out of there. Yeah, they they're, actually. They're bases like the lionfish. They right? actually said any striper they catch, they are supposed to kill it and put it back in the water to help feed the lake because the lake is starving. Really? So yeah. So those were considered the trash fish, and then uh, the game fish. Striper was also on the game fish day, but striper, catfish, and walleye was the game fish day. 
Awesome. Striper, catfish, and walleye. Mm-hmm. Good job. <laughs> yeah, nice. Awesome. So now you've gone back to back at nationals, mm-hmm. right? And you qualify for worlds. So now you're on the international team and you're going to be in Spain in September. Yes. And you're on a, you're on like a, a journey now to, to get there, right? Yep. So explain that to me, like, like what you're going through right now. Cause I mean, unfortunately we didn't get to meet up at ICAST, but we knew we were both there and you were going around, you know, trying to raise some, some, you know, support and everything for the whole venture, which you definitely should be getting support for this. Right. Um, so explain to me what you have to go through now. Is there a training aspect to what you're, what you have to do? I mean, what's your team look like now? I mean, is it different than what you're used to fishing and all the above? Like fill me in. So there's four of us on the team. There's the three main competitors and alternate. And the three main competitors, I already know them. The alternate, I met her at National. She's uh, actually a native Hawaiian, which is pretty cool. Cool. Um, but all of us are working together to raise money for the team. Mm-hmm. And the tournament is not until September uh, 2023. So we're getting a good head start. Um, but the more money we raise, the more options we have to compete if we raise a lot of money then we can pay for training in advance like free dive courses things like that Mm -hmm. Um, as far as the tournament you have all of your regular travel expenses and then there's days of scouting which is the most important Mm -hmm. so the more money we raise the more time we can spend there the more days of scouting and scouting is how we find out which spots we're going to be using to compete in so if if you're a local you've been fishing there your whole life you already have spots Mm -hmm. i'm traveling to spain and don't have any spots so we have to put the work and the time into diving not shooting fish just looking around is this a good spot yes or no next spot next spot next spot and the more time we have to do that that's renting a boat that's renting a captain that's put number in the gps Mm -hmm. uh the better we're going to do tournament day yeah that's awesome the so where is that being held like specifically is there a certain is it it's not fresh. This one's salt, right? Right. Okay. So where is that? Uh, Lo- Lovardo, Spain. Let me see. We got it there. Oh, Laredo, Spain. Laredo, Spain. Okay. Uh, September 7th, 7th through 10th in Laredo, Spain. So this is offshore. Yes. Yeah. Okay. So a little bit more of your territory. Yeah. Somewhere. Even, even, even though it's, it's like a complete... It's in the ocean. Complete, <laughs> it's in the yeah, ocean. in the ocean, but it's like at least it's on the other side of the world, but still at from, least it's a little bit more of your game, right? From what I've been told, it's cold, dirty water and hopefully not too deep. It's a good chance it's going to be mostly shore diving, like right okay. up against the rocks Okay. Uh, type, type diving is what I've been told. Okay. All right. Gotcha. So for those of you that perhaps didn't see our first episode or listen to it um, and are not familiar with who's in front of me, right? Julie Higgs is a seven-time, right? Right. <laughs> That's right. World record holding, right? Yes. Okay. Um spearfisher right right and and um seven world records and that's impressive in itself like the iusa world records um and you are the what does this you are the 2018 wait, what does this say the second place women's team i'm oh, reading this wrong <clears throat> right. that's that's just the history of the world that's team. the history of the world it's team. saying okay. 2018 they were in portugal and won first and that was right. the first time women had ever competed in worlds and in 2021, they were in Italy and they got second. Okay, all right. So that's the world. All right. So that's the world's thing. 
So, but you are back-to-back champion for the Nationals and the seven-time world record holding Julie Hicks. So yes. I just want to make that clear to the <laughs> audience, right? And also here to my left side and is she Chiefy. Know, she knows Chiefy. She knows Chiefy. <laughs> she happens to know Chiefy, right? So Chiefy, um, Chiefy's awesome, right? right yeah. And um, since you've been on, that was the first time we met was on the show and we've become friends since. Yeah. Um, and my life is better for having you in it, <laughs> certainly. Oh. My, mine too. Um, yeah, and um, thank you. And... Um, you know, we wanted to come on also because we're smack dab um, in the middle of lobster season or in between mini season and regular season starting. So what perfect time. And then thank you for you these guys for f- suggesting such a great episode. Like they're both like, you know, why don't you bring those guys back in? Because now would be the perfect time. I'm like, you know what? Genius. Perfect. So here we are. We had mini season. Yeah. Right. And we're just in front of season starting. Right. And so take me through your adventures last week um how'd it go and you wrote an article uh for the pelican which was really compelling called it was like game time it was right. basically scouting like the premise behind scouting it. that's so that <laughs> you know stick with the plan right uh scouting your spots mm-hmm. right now we have a lot of spots right you know i mean the good part is primarily i dive pompano uh, Deerfield, Boca. That's because I live in Deerfield, so I can go, mm-hmm. you know, out at the Hillsborough Inlet or go out of the uh, Boca Inlet. Now, Julie happened to be diving here too. Mm-hmm. Oh, you were diving down here at the yeah. time? Yeah. Out of Lauderdale, yes. Oh, Lauderdale. cool. Yeah. She knows it's people. Poor lobster. She, she knows people, you know. Yeah. I mean? They're right. not as good as the Chiefy crew. Okay. Okay. But, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, What's the crew up to now? How, how many numbers? Are uh, well, up? our crew was pretty uh, big this time because so that was part of like looking at the forecast for Wednesday, okay. which was the first day of mini season. It was a little rough out. Well, the forecast was four to five. Mm-hmm. Uh, listen, I love my boat, but mm-hmm. uh, you know, four to five on a twenty-nine mm-hmm. is a little bumpy. Yeah. So we made the call of we'll go on the Relentless, the thirty-nine Invincible, Steve mm-hmm. Siegel's boat. Right, so we combined crews. Now we have eight guys and a lot of gear. Wow! Oh yeah, it was. But but our our normal, you know, we had scouted the week before, checked out various spots. You know, I've got I've got Lobster Island. Had no lobster. Well, I don't think we can call it Lobster Island anymore if it doesn't right. have any lobster. But Lobster Rock had plenty of lobster. Okay. Right? So, <laughs> We have all these real technical So you brought names. all your numbers with you, right? You, you brought all your coordinates with you. You're going to tell everyone what all your numbers are, like, right uh, here on the show. We were we were close to Pompano. Is this Pompano? Yes. Yeah, we're right, right east of here. How about that? Is that good? Yeah. All right. And actually, it was Steve Siegel mm-hmm. that put us on the first spot. And we all know this spot. Okay. For some reason, it's just holds them and refills back again. And so uh, Steve and I at 6.15 and on Wednesday morning, the crack of dawn, we're in the water. It was dark, 30, mm-hmm. you know, and uh, Steve and I went on down and then um, two of the other guys, Chuck and Andy went on down. And I mean, we, that first go at it was pretty good. It was dark, dark. Did you guys 
go dark. I think first. we got we got a later start. Later, oh, later start. <laughs> you first light kind of thing. Pretty much. But, yeah. It, the forecast was showing it settling down throughout the day, so there was really no rush. It, it to actually get out there. got worse as the day went on. That's we, not what the forecast said it was going to do. Though. When, yeah. when we first got out there, it was two to three. I'm going, hey, I could be out here in my boat. Right. But by nine o'clock, ooh, it got ugly. It was four to five. Mm-hmm. And it, I don't think there was as many boats as I've seen in the past. Mm-mm. Just because, you know, when it's flat, if somebody has a piece of plywood, they're out there. You know, right. it's, it's one of those kind of things. Right. And usually you get a lot of beach divers when it's really flat too. If you were doing beach diving, yeah, uh, that wouldn't have been season, that wouldn't have been th- smart. Th- I don't this think this was a struggle. This right. was, you know, that was it was bumpy. It'd be and, tough uh, even for boats to see. I think in that kind of way, oh, it's exactly, super yeah. dangerous. Mini yeah. season, nonetheless, having to swim through it. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. So you know, we we make sure we have our flags and all that stuff and lights and stuff. But still, I mean, you know, there's a a chance you got to pay attention. You know, everybody's on their game. Sure. So, I mean, it was kind of fun because we got down there and it's dark and you've got flashlights and the lobster are there and they're they're clustered together. Mm-hmm. And so we're just picking away at them. Steve and I, we've dove together a lot. So we kind of know, hey, I'll hold the flashlight. You grab that one. Then you hold the flashlight and I'll grab that one. You mm-hmm. know, it's a type of thing. And we loaded up pretty well on the first dive and then uh, got back on the boat. The second dive, we went on up off of uh, Deerfield mm-hmm. and hit some shallow stuff. Everything was 35 foot, everything. And um, boy, they were there. Bang, yeah. bang, 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 bang. Yeah, I'm hearing Just, a lot of good reviews. You know, this is actually the first year I, I took off in a while. I didn't I didn't do many seasons this okay. year. Workload and whatnot and travel yeah. schedule and everything like that was getting the better of me. Well, thank um, you because that let right. gave, gave us you, more right? for us. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I don't think I'm, I'm much <laughs> of a threat to Chiefy but, and Julie, but it's all good. It's all get my couple and I'm, and I'm happy. You know what I mean? And take them home and eat them. But it was fun because there was eight of us on the boat and we got 12 apiece and we got 96, mm-hmm. which is the most lobster we've ever gotten combined yeah ever, you know in, a, in all of our adventures so that was a lot of fun but julie you know we had we had bug fest at lauderdale by the sea mm-hmm. wednesday night the chef competition what'd you get top female mm-hmm. in what uh, in cooking them no. no, no, no. Uh, this is a lobster Ca- tournament there is a cooking portion as right. well but she didn't, she didn't you, do the cooking thing you weigh but. in your lobster and if you bring in you know, up to your 12 and you get raffle tickets. So it's a huge raffle event. Right. And uh, cash money for winners. <laughs> and, and you won. I did. I got top female lobster. So the biggest lobster brought in by female and second uh, biggest. So second biggest lobster. So I ended up winning two. Really? Mm-hmm. <coughs> nice. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So she's, she's paying. Again. She's paying tonight. Okay. Yeah, all right, no <laughs> problem. That's the deal. Okay. Right. <laughs> wow. I was supposed to go down. I know um, they did well down in Tavernier as well. Down mm. at, at um, you know, I was supposed to go down with my business partner Harris's house down there in Tavernier and never made it down. But I know they did one of those. Like he texts me. He's like, "Oh, you should be so, here at ninety by uh, eight a.m. or something." Like so the this, whole group got. This is probably a good time then to bust out the steamed oh, lobster man. bites. Okay. With the cocktail sauce. Now, Sounds good. All right. It's just a sample. You know what I mean? We just. Uh, all right. So we're looking at these. This is lobster, fresh lobster fresh that you lobster. caught. Right. With some uh, some cocktail Co- sauce. Cocktail sauce. And what's the recipe here? 
It's, who got, it's who made the cocktail one. sauce? By the way, this is Andy's recipe. I, I take, can't take credit for it. Okay. Andy's recipe, but you cooked it? I did cook it. Right. And, All right. Um, so steam it, you know, one of those double pan steamer things. And you put a couple of bay leaves and a couple of uh, salt. Rush delicious. Some little salt. Little salt, okay. Mm-hmm. You know, but yeah, you, you cook them in the shell, mm-hmm. and about fifteen minutes. So you make sure that they're cooked all the way through. Then you take them out, immediately put them on ice, let them chill down for 10, 15 minutes. Then uh, use shears, open them up, cut them out, and chop it up. What's nice is it's it's basically a chilled. You can eat it anytime, and personally. Andy will take it. That's out phenomenal. Out. I know it's it's good. clean. It's got yeah. a clean taste to it. You guys want some? Yeah, it is very good. <laughs> we're gonna work. <laughs> It'll be gone after the podcast. We're yeah, not I don't chewing. think I don't think it's gonna last here, guys. So, oh, that's really really great. Mm. So I can't take credit for it. Andy, um, Andy's on the cover of Catching the Spirit mm-hmm. of my book, um, and. Um, he used to work at Joe's Stone Crab. Oh, he did. Yeah. So that's that's our secret. That makes a lot of sense. That's right our now. secret recipe. Okay. <laughs> that makes a lot of sense right now. <laughs> Here, pass that down to the boys. Okay. Yeah, give that a shot. Yeah, I just like it because it's clean. It's a yeah. really you're getting the full effect of the spiny lobster. Yeah. Uh, and I personally, I like them better than the lobster. Right, which is those ones the main from ones. New England, yeah. yeah. Because yep. uh, all they do is boil them. I like our lobster. I, me too. I we really do. do. So I like our lobster things. better when done right. Oh yeah, and yeah. That's the key, you right? Know, I'll saute it. Uh, we'll bake it, broil it, whatever. Mm-hmm. And I, I tastes really, good without I, being covered in butter. I, right. Yeah. <laughs> right. There you go. Exactly. Have at it. So, um, so that was, and then day two for us was a little bit of a letdown. That was Thursday. Uh, we got a little later start, uh, eight o'clock. Went on my boat, and we hit a couple uh, uh, spots, but there were actually more boats. So you know mm-hmm. the spots that we wanted to go, we were like mm-hmm. hot dog on it, you know. Yeah. And then uh, the currents really weren't uh, good for us. So we put in for a north current, and it was south. And we put in for a south current, it was north. It was just screwed mm-hmm. us all up. Mm-hmm. Uh, we ended up with sixty-one. Uh, potential of 72, which are max, but we were mm-hmm. happy with that. But, uh, yeah, listen, it's not a bad two days, you know, a lot of fun. Yeah. Lobster season to me is, is always a very interesting time um, because, you know, everyone gets all, you know, heated and amped up for it and everything. And it's just like this little two-day thing. And, mm-hmm. you know, and then a week later is full season. And full right. season is a long time. Oh, yeah. Relatively speaking. Uh, and that's what I tell people a lot of times. I said, if you don't get it done on mini season hey august 6th yeah. regular season like it's on it's on and it's yeah. six per person per day mm-hmm. as opposed to 12 which is okay but it's every day every day every day until march 31st right and so it's really long and i don't think a lot of people realize the- that they get all jacked up <laughs> oh we can only it's almost like they think it's like the american red thing where we gotta like yeah, oh yeah, we can oh, only it, catch it, them now yeah yeah it's like and, no man no, you got you got a while exactly and, yeah and you know you have the Ups and the downs, uh, meaning, uh, you know, they'll kind of wait. Sometimes you'll you'll do okay. You're competing against the commercial guys. They're through their mm-hmm. they have their traps in, but I mean, the reality is, 
uh, you get like a little uh, tropical storm come through. Right. Wow. Pay attention. <laughs> right. Yeah, it stirs them up. Oh, and and they'll be in shallow. Literally, mm-hmm. you'll walk off the beach and they'll be right there. Mm-hmm. And they'll be walking around. It's it's so cool. Yeah. <laughs> to be able to do that to catch a lobster. Do you do that a lot after the tropical storms? You just go yeah. lobstering. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. And everything everything's all stirred up. All the fish, because uh, they have, they have no idea whether what's coming and going. Yeah. And the lobstering is really good. Right. And so is the spearfishing. So, yeah, it's game on. A couple of days after a tropical, something comes through. Yeah. Yeah. Four or five days after, boom, get out there. So now when regular season starts, mm-hmm. I mean, do you guys find yourselves like going gung-ho again? Or are you just like, oh, mini season, we got it out of our system and, you know, or you, uh, generally speaking, are you like I mean, back to like out, like looking for pelagics and stuff? Well, that? it just depends on. Who's invite me to do what? I'll probably right. dive. I'll probably <laughs> dive with Chiefy a little more often because I know I'm coming home with six bugs, like pretty much guaranteed. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was gonna say I want to go with you. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Really. Uh, more than happy to uh, bring you along. Uh, mm-hmm. We'll have to blindfold you and and take That's your okay. take your phone. Okay? That's okay. And, uh, <laughs> but no, just teasing. And what I've learned is, uh, and I, I use Seymour mapping now, mm-hmm. which, are, which is great. I mean they really give you the topography of the reef, uh, but you still need to know the spots, you know, like, like lobster. Yeah, those Seymour maps are incredible. It's mm. incredible. Yeah. Absolutely incredible. Yeah. 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 And, and so way, interesting just, just, just to look at them, just to see like, wow, yeah. you know, they look beautiful. Yeah. Number one. Yeah. You know, but, yeah. Yeah. But the information that they give you is yeah. impeccable. You still, it's still time underwater. As I tell people, mm-hmm. you still need to know that, oh, that rock happens to be, Lobster rock, and that's got uh, <laughs> for some reason you'll see it on Seymour, but you don't know it's loaded all the time. So, those are things just from years of experience. Mm-hmm. That's where your GPS marking that's that's what Julie goes, Hey, let's go. Chiefy <laughs> <laughs> gets out three, four, five days a week, so for all the time, all so, the time. So, yeah. he ha- yeah. has a pretty good idea of what's going on pretty yeah. much year yeah. round. Oh, yeah. you're out that much, that's awesome. What else am I going to do? Well, he's retired. Dennis, what else am I going to do? You come hang out and drink rum at the uh, bar with me. Uh, I'm not allowed to drink rum. No? Okay. Yeah. yeah uh, you know, rum is not allowed. If my wife is watching, I'm not allowed to drink rum. Oh, okay. okay. Gotcha. So, okay. But, but, <laughs> uh, it's always good to get out and <laughs> dive a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> Apparently, beer is still okay. Yeah, we have beers. Okay. Beer's okay. Beer's okay. okay. Absolutely. Right. Beer's yeah, fine. I, I, I tell people, you know, just bring good beer. Right. And Julie doesn't drink, but she brings good beer. I do. Yeah. yeah. Red Stripe. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. 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 What was it? I used to watch that uh, Sanford and Sons, and there was, the, what was the the neighbor? With, like, it was the neighbor. He was whatever. Anyway, he someone offered him wine, and he goes, wine is fine, but liquor is quicker. <laughs> <laughs> I can't remember the name of the yeah. name. Anyway, that was a funny show. No, th- there's a story about rum, and I, you know, it's not good. Yeah. Fair right. enough. It's all good. But that's okay. Yeah. Um, what's interesting is because Julie lives up in Fort Pierce. Mm-hmm. And we've done some lobster diving up there. So totally different. Right. Totally. You've so done... how's it, how's it yeah. different than T- here? Tell us. <laughs> <laughs> so Fort Pierce generally is a little dirtier. Yeah. Um, colder. Yeah, I've heard that. Colder. Oh, uh, it can be. Yeah, it can. yeah, I guess colder than here, yeah. Mm-hmm. It's, it can be colder. We can have really bad thermoclimes, which can make it very cold. We have mm-hmm. thermoclimes pretty bad right now, actually. Okay. 
the reef is different. The lobster can get so much further up into those holes here. There's I, really not any reefs there, okay? <laughs> is it more? It's, it's, more it's, like, it's a ledge. Yeah, it's more ledgy. It's yeah. more ledgy. Ledgy. Um, yeah. But here, I, I mean, I try to use the snare, but if I have to, I can probably get elbow deep and get almost any lobster down here. Right. Okay. Um, but down there, I mean, I know people who have bring broomsticks down just yeah. just to get yeah towards the back of some of these holes. It, they have those extended pool right uh things that they'll bring out and and with a big old thing mm-hmm. but their lobsters mm-hmm. up there are huge yeah we definitely like get... a pool bridge a pool yeah oh wow like like, like bring it out yeah. and then when you grab them it's a, they're all two-handers they're all huge right yeah also right. they're bigger up there bigger you yeah they tend many. to be you don't get as many right right Sometimes. Sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> unless you're Julie <laughs> I got some friends with some spots. Yeah. <laughs> now, you have some shallow stuff up there too, right? Yeah, we frequently hit the beach. I have a 16-foot skiff, so mm-hmm. sometimes I'm limited to just the beach. And very rarely get limit on the beach, but we consistently do get them. And some of them are some of the biggest lobster I've ever got or right in the beach, 10 feet of water. It's mm-hmm. crazy. Excellent. Yeah. yeah. Nice. Yeah. Nice. And you have to remember, I mean, the keys are where everyone goes for quote lobstering, you know? Well, it's, it's a lot yeah. easier. I yeah. think if you're in like five feet of water. Yeah. You know, you know. what I mean? You're just like kind of like just skimming along where you just grab a rope and get towed like from behind a boat yeah. really slow and you're just like looking down. Like, oh, I see big one. Big old coral head and you go down yeah. and catch them. Right? It, it always cracks me up. Everyone's like, we're going to the Keys for mini season. Yeah. Like you can only get six You can only get six. For right. mini season there and everywhere else in Florida you can get 12, but people love going to the Keys. Yeah. They love it. Yeah, they make a big deal out of it. And um, I think, I mean, 90% of the lobsters are caught in the keys, mm-hmm. but most of that is from the commercial guys. We account, we being the recreational guys, account for 20 something percent. Like okay. we normally harvest about a million and a half pounds of recreational recreational guys. Wow, right? that's a which lot. Which is a lot. Which is a lot. Wow, right? I had no idea it was yeah, that much. A million and a half. Uh, but that's only 20 something percent of the commercial guys are usually like three and a half mm-hmm. mil. Uh, to five mil, so somewhere up in the seven mil, five to seven mil. That's crazy pounds. to think about how many lobster that is. Okay. Is that whole or tails? No, that's whole. Okay, that's yeah. whole. I thought oh. it would now, that's a good be. question. Now, yeah. now that's a good that's a good question. But here's you want to put it in perspective. Mm-hmm. Lobster, those ones in New England, right? They harvest a hundred and forty million pounds. Mm. That's, that's crazy. That's crazy. Yeah, yeah, that's absolutely crazy. Yeah. And very rarely do you get them catching them with, you know, diving. Mm-hmm. It's it's mainly commercial guys mm-hmm. up there, you know. I mean, this is a sport. I mean, and we're fortunate that here, the Keys, this area, you get to about Jupiter, then it kind of thins out, right? I mean. There, there's less shallow reef yeah. in Jupiter and a lot of big money boats going out there. Yeah, yeah. Right. that's <laughs> and, true. And there's no real lobstering on the West Coast. Right? Yeah, Nick, how's the West Coast fare? Not at all, right? Yeah, there, Nick, yeah. Nick's originally from Tampa. There are but, lobster over there. There, I've, there it, are. I've yeah. just been told that there's so much bottom for so far that yeah. they're just spread out. Uh, okay. So it's, it's how it's been explained to me. I personally have never seen one out there. No, not really, huh? But yeah. I know people find them. Yeah, 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 yeah. And but same, like they're kind of like Fort Pierce, where they're bigger, mm-hmm. right? Uh, 
because they've been out there no a one's long looking time. For them. <laughs> 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 you know, here, what, what was your big uh, lobster you got at Bugfest? How many pounds? Uh, two point eight eight pounds. Okay, so 2. almost almost three pounds. Which uh, for this part of Florida is kind of big. It's but a, it's a nice for one. Fort Pierce is kind of small. It is. You got to think about that though. <laughs> <laughs> Someone's bragging. No, no, I just said no. It is. All most of the people in that tournament were yeah. competing locally and. It's crazy to think though when you throw that that number around, right? Was what did you? How many million? You said seven. Seven million commercially. Yeah, right. The commercial guys are usually from three and a half to five mil. That's what they're getting. Okay, we're doing million. about a million and a half. Right. And you rest. took the biggest one in this two point eight, almost three pounds. Three pounds, the biggest one. Yeah, it's a lot of lobster. A lot mm-hmm. of lobster. Yeah, right. And is that for the whole season? The whole the whole season. That's the number for That's the whole season. For the, for the whole season. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. And they really. Um, the state of Florida does a really good job because, you know, they're the ones that tell us it's got to be three inches. You know, you, they're strict you, about it. Uh, mm-hmm. uh, tell me. Yeah. <laughs> we, strict we about we it. We won't tell you about that story, but. <laughs> 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 yes. Uh, and, uh, I mean, you go to certain places like in Hawaii. Right. Um, you can't even take females. Mm-hmm. Right. It doesn't matter whether they have eggs or not. You're not allowed to touch females. Right. Well, Hawaii's. But Historically, like, just very strict. I think more right. strict than everywhere, ever anyone anywhere, really. Usually, right? Like yeah, with, and, with a lot of their conservation laws. Exactly, yeah. and it's not as big of a fishery as it is here, right? It, Seven million pounds mm-hmm. for Florida of spiny lobster is a pretty good fishery. Mm-hmm. Remember, with a Chinese effect, a couple, three, four years ago, where these guys were selling whole lobster alive to China. And they were making twelve to fifteen dollars a pound. Hmm. That was big money, big yep. money. You know, now that kind of went away uh, last couple of years. So that's I think why w- recreationally we're doing a little better mm-hmm. the last couple of years because the same guys that catch spiny lobsters in the keys, you know, if they're not making the money in spinies, then guess what they're going to catch? October fifteenth, stone crabs. Right. Right till May fifteenth, so they're going to put their emphasis on that, and they're making big money on stone crabs. Mm-hmm. They really, uh, they're making some good money. I wanted to ask you too, like both of you guys, like have you noticed an uptick in the amount of lobster hunters, like in this say in like the last five years? I mean, given the fact that the with the COVID boat numbers going mm-hmm. up and mm-hmm. and more people on the water, and you know trying to you know live that florida life and everything like that have you noticed an uptick in people going down i think it's hard to say because mini season is is where you see the big number of boats and we had such bad weather this year it really uh That's a good point yeah really stopped a lot of people from going out mm-hmm. but i mean there's definitely record sales for boats and motors and all of yeah. that things with covid so i'm sure a lot of people are going out for mini season when i wrote my book catching the bug mm-hmm. the first edition 10 years ago, uh, what I didn't realize is it's, I have a continual flow of new people that are interested in learning how to catch spiny lobster. Well, mm-hmm. And that's a good thing. Sure. Okay. So I have a source of, uh, you know, saying, hey, you, you want to buy a book? This is how you do it. You know, uh, this is, uh, we teach you how to find the lobster, catch the lobster, and eat the lobster. So, I mean, we're, we got it all covered, Dennis, you know. So um, catching the bug, now we're on the second edition. So 
what I've been seeing more is families are going out there. Mm-hmm. So it's mom, dad, and the kids. And I love it. The fact I love that seeing that. I love it. I yeah. love the kids that are out there catching lobster and yeah. everything. Um, Chucky, one of my all-time great chiefy crew member, he his granddaughter, Reagan, just got certified mm-hmm. and, and she's going to come with us on Saturday you oh, know, opening day you know and he's yeah, so proud yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> every and time he gonna, sees me oh, you yeah. can't wait to meet my granddaughter I know, I know. <laughs> it's so great and that's that's personally what this is all about uh, I, I love the fact that hey we're passing it on listen Ju- julie without julie's dad mm-hmm. right mm-hmm. you know teaching her how to swim and spearfish and catch lobster in in the bahamas right you know uh, that's the person you've become i love it i mean exactly that's a perfect example i love seeing the pictures of all the kids holding the bugs up and you know their parents passing on that tradition to them year over year and it very much does become i mean a family thing a friend thing a camaraderie thing you know hey we're gonna do that again next year you know what i mean it really is a festive situation yep Mm -hmm. you know always so great to see everyone coming out in droves and you know because the bottom line is like you said earlier florida is doing it right with how they're organizing the entire season we actually have scientists that you know measure all that stuff Mm -hmm. that, that figure all that stuff out they primarily control it through the commercial guys because the commercial guys have to report how many they catch and where they sell them to mm-hmm. and all that stuff. They kind of leave their recreational guys to the honor system. <laughs> and I don't know about you, but uh, yeah. yeah. I don't know. yeah you know. Had some run-ins. <laughs> had some run-ins in the past, you know what I mean? I passed with flying colors, but, if, but we've had some run-ins. No, and, and you know what? It just helped. They factor all that in. You know right. what I mean? That, yeah, that, that, uh, so from our standpoint, uh, that's how they they regulate it through the commercial guys, uh, and and they the commercial guys. That's how they really sustain the fishery, mm-hmm. and and that's a good thing. And th- they make sure you know. Listen, it's been three inches, right? The carapace forever. Mm-hmm. You go to the Bahamas, it's a little bit more. In the Bahamas, how do they regulate it? You can't catch your lobster on scuba. You can only free dive. Only free dive. Yeah, this, they're all about the sling thing over there mm-hmm. too, right? Yeah, yep. for sure. Yeah. So there's all, every place has different regulations and all, but uh, ah, it's fun. You know, you know I, I always kind of, listen, in my heart, I always kind of just consider the Bahamas an extension of South Florida. <laughs> you know, it really is. Like, it really is. It's like, it's like keys and then keys on steroids out there you know? yeah. so it's kind of like you know i always kind of consider that and yeah i know it's under like the british flag technically but it's still kind of like a part of us i always look at it that way um but is there another region in the world that kind of does it like this with yeah. lobster yeah with, with with the way we handle the season and with lobstering and like do, they don't do this in other countries do they like you like we're the we're the only part of the united states that really does it like this Right, uh, Cal- California. Okay. Oh yeah, they do have a lobster. They do have a lobster Southern, season like mm-hmm. this. So, sorry, Southern California. Okay. Uh, they do uh, uh, like a mini season type of thing. Okay. And now the difference is you have to catch them by hand. Oh uh, really? Over there, yeah. Mm-hmm. You're not allowed to. I think you can use a tickle stick, but you can't like use a net. Can't net them. Can't net them or snare them. Yeah. <clears throat> so, uh, and they have spinies over there, even though it's 
colder water. Right. They have, that's what I tell people, you know, hey, mm-hmm. spiny lobster, that's all over the world, you know, Mediterranean, uh, California, Hawaii, all spinies. There's right. 30 different varieties, but they're all spinies. So uh, California has a, a regulated industry. Excuse me. <clears throat> One of the things, though, is as a recreational guy, you have to fill out a card that says, hey, I caught five spiny lobster on this day in this location, <laughs> and you have to submit it. Okay. That's, and then that's it. That's it. Yeah. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Have you ever been diving out there? In California? I have. Yes. Have you? Yeah. Never. Yeah. Too cold. I... <laughs> it's cold so water, right? Way cold. It, yeah. it is cold, and I didn't realize how cold. I went out there before I had proper gear. I, th- I think I just tried to double up two, uh, like surf wetsuits because mm-hmm. that's all I had at the time, and I had no hood. And no hood. We were diving at night uh, on jetties, oh. and. Uh, were you it, catching lobster out there? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, but really? Luckily, my friend had an extra hood that I was able to like tuck into my wetsuits and I could hardly move and I was wearing so much weight. It definitely upgraded my gear after that trip. But they have these big boulders and you basically you reach mm-hmm. inside and you grab them, right? So then, at night, they actually run from your light. So you'd kind of use your light to get them to go where you wanted them to and then you would just grab them, yeah. Grab them by hand. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Yeah, so you, you dive into kelp forests and all that stuff there? Or is it... uh, not for the lobster, but I did do some diving in yeah. the kelp there, yeah. Yeah, interesting. That, how was that? Pretty eerie. Yeah, I would think. Like <laughs> uh, I, always, I always look at that and I was like, I don't know if I could ever do that. I mean, you, know, you don't know what's lurking like, it, right it around is, the other side? It is beautiful, but if you're not used to it, there's seals swimming all around. You yeah. don't know if there's something hunting the seals. They're, right. they're they have, smarter and faster. They have big faster. sharks over there. Yeah, they're smarter and faster than you. They're so agile. It's the seals themselves are a little spooky because you're swimming around with fish and you don't know if they're going to try to take them from you. You come up, stick your head above the water. All the seals come up. They stick their head above the water. (laughs) It's it's definitely a unique experience. Really? (laughs) Yeah. Oh, that's pretty cool. But they have a pretty strong uh, like spearfishing community out in uh, Southern California. It's you know. Lot, yeah, lot it of, was a lot of fun. Lot I'd of, imagine like though the spear fishing through all those those cow forests and stuff that that'd be kind of weird. Yeah, <laughs> I really did enjoy the experience, but it definitely was a little eerie. You were, know, yeah, were you free diving over there or tank diving? We were free diving. Free diving. Yes. Whoa. And we did Whoa. a charter that took us to the Coronado Islands. That was okay. fun. Oh, there you go. Mm-hmm. There cool. you go. Yeah. 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 That's yeah. cool. I've, I've never actually been out to Southern California. I've been to Northern California, like six times for whatever reason but yeah i've never actually been to southern california so that's why i always usually have so many questions about it but i always think it's interesting though i always think it's interesting that their water is so cold yeah yeah oh, we have the gulf stream here yeah yeah, yeah. We're, we're so lucky for sure but yeah we're, we're incredibly lucky which always makes me always so fortunate that like you know to point out all the time like you even mentioned um you know about you know earlier you, you mentioned that what was it something about um with the spiny lobster and, and having this region, uh, I can't think of what you, you said before, but about this being such a unique place for it. What's so, I think, so unique about right, right here is literally I can walk off the white sandy beaches mm-hmm. into the ocean right. and catch spiny lobster. You know, I mean, yeah, that's 100%. Like, I, I mean, if you really look at it for, for everything it's worth, I mean, you can sit there and technically catch a, a blue marlin or sailfish yeah. and you come in shore and catch a snook or a tarpon and 
and then hook up with a bass like all on the same day. And we, it's we've like, done where all, else can you do that? Right. We've done all yeah. of that. And it's so exciting, you know, to be able to, and, and all within, like, you can see the ocean. I mean, you can see the beach. You can see yeah. the land, you know. It's not like we're 70 miles offshore. 100%. Yeah, right. we were just up in New Jersey for the Jimmy Johnson tournament. That's okay. where we were for three weeks. And all these guys are running 60 miles out, but yeah. the fishing wasn't really that great, and the weather really wasn't that great. So some of these guys are running like 100 miles. Wow. Oh. And I'm like, are you kidding me? We're yeah. hitting land if we run out 100 miles. Yeah, we're going we're gonna to hit that. Yeah, uh, we're going to run right Bahamas. into the other beach, the <laughs> oh. other part of South Florida. That's okay. Yeah. We're all that's right, right with that. We like but that. no, I mean, yeah. it's, it's really, I mean, I tell so people unique. that all the time. I'm like, man, we're fishing. We're, we're really, yeah. I feel like I can just swim to shore if I get, you know. We need and, to. Yeah, I mean, we we don't have as big a fish, right? That like Fort Pierce has some big fish. Mm -hmm. Dry Tortugas has some big fish, you know. Uh, but we get our fair share. I mean, yeah. This, uh, by the way, I forgot to mention that the second day, which was Thursday on our opening day, we always bring our spear guns on the second day. Don't bring them on the first day because we don't. We're 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 like focused on getting our limit. Okay. That's, <laughs> I know. <laughs> I know. I disagree. I hear you. Mini season spooks some fish I, out of some places. I, I, You'll never know what you're going to see. And you're absolutely correct. The second I, you don't have a spear, you're going to regret it's it. It's always mm -hmm. that way. It's yes. always that way, right? So, uh, but the second day we brought out spear guns, two hogfish, two muttons, a red grouper, and a cereal mackerel. So we, oh, we cereal. Did, okay. did you see anything the first day you could have, would have shot? Uh, Says now he's lying. Yeah, hog. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Actually, the lionfish have been pretty thick. Oh, have they? In shallower, which mm. is, uh, yeah. And I don't usually bring my lionfish stuff. Right. Uh, I will now. You mm -hmm. know. I multitask. It's a lot of stuff to carry. It is. I multitask. Spear gun. <laughs> Take me through the process of catching lionfish. Uh, I have a... Um, like I said, I haven't been... I really haven't been diving in, okay. in years, in a long time. So, I'm curious about that. So, uh, you, you, you do the lionfish thing too, right? I mean... Yeah. So, yeah. lionfish obviously have spines all over them yeah to be careful so you have to bring the top five on the bottom <laughs> you have to bring more equipment to safely carry them a lot right. of people use a zookeeper to store them in he actually uh chief he actually cuts the spines underwater so it depends like like if i'm purposely harvesting lionfish mm -hmm. i bring my zookeeper because right. i don't want to yeah it takes time it takes time right it takes time and the good part is with lobster season coming, we will see lionfish with lobster mm -hmm. in the same terrain. They like the same stuff in the reef. So I'll have my, uh, I have a uh, pole spear, a smaller one. I don't use my big gun. Mm -hmm. Do you, you don't use your big gun? Do you? uh, it depends. If we're going after lionfish, especially right. commercially, and we know we're going to be shooting a lot of them, then you bring a lionfish pole spear. It's yeah. just more effective, takes less time, it's safer. Okay, what makes it different? Uh, for for one, it's small because you don't need much power because right. the fish doesn't typically run from you. Right. Normally holds pretty still. Yeah, mine has a three. Yep. Yours uh, a three or a mm -hmm. five? I so, got three. Yeah, three so, prong. Three prong, and it's like a paralyzer, mm -hmm. you know. But it's a smaller one. It's uh, just powered by a band, one mm -hmm. band. Okay. Pull it back. It's pole spear, essentially, and you just whack them. Right, and it takes one second to hit them and another second to stick it in the zookeeper, and they're, it's just a three-prong, 
So when you stick it in the zookeeper and you pull it out, the fish stays in the zookeeper and you have your spear free and clear. Whereas if you're shooting them with a gun, then you have to grab the fish, you know, either take off your tip. And it's spitting around because you're, yeah, and you're more apt to get The zookeeper and the pole spear make it more of a hands-free. You don't have to handle the fish. Okay. Uh, which is safer and yeah. faster. Yeah. yeah. And then we'll, we'll trim them back on the boat, but mm-hmm. then it's a controlled, you know, environment, so so to speak, down there. Right. Uh, and I'll do that, you know. I see a big one and I'm, I whack them and then I trim them under the water. It's just more likely that I might get stung. And I really don't want to do that. I've been right. stung a couple, three times now. <laughs> you have been. Yeah. 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 But not no. fun, I'm assuming. It hurts a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. And then, uh, I mean, you got to pay attention, right? Because, mm-hmm. uh, and, and I, I've gone to the Charlie Schramm school of how to trim them. So there's <laughs> there's 13 on the top and five underneath. And the, those pectoral ones on the mm-hmm. side that make them called lionfish, there's, not, there's nothing bad on there. Nothing there's there. no spines there. And even the tail has no spines. But the, but the bottom has also the, the top and the bottom, right? Yeah. Okay. They have three at the anal and two, uh, one on each side underneath. Gotcha. And you got to trim that up. Mm-hmm. So they're like a, a sheath with a needle, mm-hmm. and you can actually see it. That's where they keep their poison. And literally, they just can just touch you, and it's and, on, and it, and you're getting it. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. I mean, it's not going to kill you. That's the good part. It's not poisonous. Right. Right. But it'll hurt. Yeah, I heard a little. Bit. Not a fun party though. No. Yeah. No. Have yeah. you been stung yet? I have, but they've all been minor stings, ah, and, yeah. and depending on where you get hit and how deep you get hit, it yeah. makes a huge difference. I, I've had very minor pokes, mm-hmm. uh, but the, I know a lot of people who've been stuck pretty good, and their whole hand swells oh, yeah. up, or, swell up, and everything. Mm-hmm. So you know, very painful. Like I said, it won't kill you, right? But uh, it definitely will hurt. So, um, but the process, I'll, uh, you know, multitasking. So. <laughs> You know, we'll have the bag for mm-hmm. the lobster, I'll have my snare, I'll have my spear gun, and I'll have my smaller uh, spear for the lionfish mm-hmm. and my zookeeper. And you know. a flashlight. I got a lot and of stuff. And an extra band. All that down with yeah. A lot of stuff. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> it's, yeah. We try to keep it all clipped off, but, yeah. but luckily the water's so clean down here, you can set things down and, and manage them um, pretty well. But yeah. it's, it's a lot. And, yeah. and the zookeepers are, uh, they're, they're made here now on this coast. The gentleman that invented them, Ali, uh, was on the West Coast. Mm-hmm. But the gentleman- Ali Husseini? Yeah, Ali- From Bloody Decks? No. No, BD Outdoors? No. No, I don't no, think, so. think of it. No, he, he, it was sort of a side thing that he okay. decided and he invented it. Mm-hmm. He sold the rights then to uh, Tim Robinson that they own- uh, zookeeper now and they build them right here in uh, sunrise oh so, really yeah local oh so that's cool it, what's cool about it is he's expanded the whole thing mm-hmm. you know and uh, i think he'll have better reach into the caribbean and the bahamas uh which will be really good but ali was a big supporter and and so are they uh, yeah uh, as far as promoting removing the lionfish so all good yeah nice and they taste delicious <laughs> you cook them Oh, I eat them raw. No, you don't. <laughs> I swear to God, I eat they, them raw. They're known to be a very good ceviche fish. Really? And it is one of the oh. whiter. Oh, and Yanni's uh, over there. Not, oh, yeah. yeah. Not easily. 
It's a pure really? white fillet. Yeah, it's a very white. Pure white fillet, no bloodline. Well, next time you come in, you got to bring that one. Oh, over. see. <laughs> he wasn't we could happy. do that. See, see I'm trying happens. to give you see all these works. things to do when you're out diving, and then you're like, oh, I don't know what else to do with to my time. You can bring me food. Okay, <laughs> it's not a problem. <laughs> what we'll do is uh, the little trick I have is on lionfish, I just cut it on a bias. Mm-hmm. So you make it really thin and a little dip it in a little soy sauce and just chow away. It's That's it. Awesome. As long as you remove the spiny things, you're all set. Yeah. The 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 meat itself, it's fine. As a matter of fact. It's not uh, like a puffer fish where you got to be like. Correct. Like correct. scientifically yeah, 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 certified. Yeah, yeah. And, and well, you get, there are some restaurants that cook mm-hmm. them whole with the spines mm-hmm. and they fry them. An awesome presentation. I mean, really, when you, you look at these things, you go, mm-hmm. wow. After that, they're they're fine. You know, they'll actually they take the spines and I think use them for jewelry and they think they cut the very tip of the spine off, but yeah, they the, leave the, the majority of yeah, the spine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I mean it's it's actually a pretty cool meat. We'll we'll have to bring it next time. It'll next be about, time. The next time. Yeah. It'll be okay. a big lionfish nice. cooked ah. whole. And <laughs> when you go up there in Fort Pierce, right. they're everywhere. And they're big. Right. That's just at the ninety foot stuff. Yeah, deeper, yeah. Because they're not hard. There, there's not a lot of divers up there. Depends. Commercial guys come through from time to time. Oh, do they? Okay. Yeah. Gotcha. Gotcha. Mm-hmm. You can yeah. tell when you're on a spot that's been hit. Yeah. <laughs> 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 yeah. Uh, but yeah, you'll you'll like it. Um, I think Whole Foods sells them. Uh, Ever lion, that lionfish and. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's a actually a lionfish restaurant in Delray, so right. it's uh, you know it's getting more and more right. popular, and that's how we're gonna get rid of them. You right, know, commercial guys will harvest them because you can really only you don't catch them by hook and line, mm-hmm. you spear them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you got to go down by hand. Right, exactly. So yeah. you know that's why I was saying earlier when you're like taking all that equipment down, I'm like I'm not used to that. I'm one of those guys that gets dragged behind the boat in the keys. Yeah. Tank, we go down. Yeah. We got it all figured out, you know. Got it. I have a place for everything, and everything mm-hmm. has its place, so to speak, you know. Learn that in the fire I service. Just have lots of clips. Yeah, a lot right. of clips. Clips everything. Double, yeah. double stainless steel. Clips. Yeah. You, really you take good. me as being highly organized. Yeah, yeah. yeah. sorta, sorta. <laughs> <laughs> Let me ask you a question, though. The, probably yeah. the most important question I could ask you today. Oh, geez. How proud are you of this one, Julie? Yes. Fantastic. <laughs> Great. Isn't she amazing? Yeah, and it's funny because the sad news is I actually met her boyfriend first. Mm-hmm. Okay, you know that's how I got, <laughs> I, that's how I got introduced to Julie. Uh, you know, so she has made a few mistakes in her life. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? <laughs> Uh, if it makes you feel any better, I told him I'm stealing all of his friends and all of his sponsors. Good. <laughs> I love it. He's old. Old news, you know. Uh, uh, so, uh, yeah, I've I've known uh, Richie for many years and then got introduced to Julie. And I love diving with Julie. She's great. Uh, you don't have to worry about her. Mm-hmm. And I tell you, it's nice having a free diver on the boat, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, Steve's a free diver, uh, and so we'll hit s- at certain times of the year. We'll just hit some of the shallow stuff. Yeah, boom! They're like scout. They'll it's catch it. Like you're in the keys, right? Exactly. Right. <laughs> Ten feet. Yep. You know, and at that point, oh, okay, then we decide what we're going to do. So, uh, yep, yeah, real quick. Are they there? Are they not? You slip in, slip out. You don't have to and, worry about 
putting on all your gear and then yep. getting back in the boat. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And we've found it where they're there. I know. Remember that? Oh, <laughs> yeah, I think we limited out like that, we'll pretty that. much on that spot. It's he has this real shallow spot close to shore, and he just Julie jump in real quick and let me know if they're there. Sometimes when they're there, they're there. Yeah. Right, little little honey hole we call yeah. it. You know, okay, uh, yeah. And it's about two hundred feet, two hundred feet from the beach. Yeah, I I got a video on it. It was <laughs> it was a good day. <laughs> yeah, it was a really good day. Yeah. yeah, nice. Yeah. So and they were loaded up pretty well there. I mean, so. But that's certain times of the year, you know, mm-hmm. that you'll see that. I think uh, come Saturday, they'll be in shallow still. Nice. I, I think so. Yeah? Yeah. I, uh, With all the wind and yeah. weather and yeah. Yeah, the currents I don't think they got really hit hard, yeah. to be honest. I, th- I You know, we did okay, but I think there's going to be plenty of lobster this yeah. year. So, And that's how we knew we were going to have a good year this year, mini season, because last year we were catching lobster. When mm-hmm. we could get out, mm-hmm. we were catching lobster every day. We're getting our limit every day. So that's good. Yeah, that's <laughs> good. You know what else is good? What? The fact that this one's going to be representing the United States. Yeah, how cool is that? <laughs> In Spain. This one and, gets lost talking about lobster. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's what, yeah, it's all good. We're talking about everything. Absolutely. But but I, I just want to like, you know, kind of reiterate like and make the point to those you know watching and listening that um you're going to need some support here right and so there's ways to support you in your endeavor Mm -hmm. which is a really important endeavor um and connected by water is going to be 100 percent behind it um in in a lot of ways that we're still to be discussed and all that right but 100 percent will um but how can let's say you're someone just listening to this wants to be in full support because a lot of people don't realize that like especially in the beginning this mm-hmm. is all coming out of your pocket yeah right and it's is all you paying for it on your own and and so and it's purely driven by passion right? right and and that's to be admired especially for someone doing it at the level at which you're doing it right right so how can people, where do, where do they go there? You said there's a GoFundMe and there's there's different raffles that we're going to be setting mm-hmm. up and doing for you. And so take me through some of that stuff. So quickest, easiest way to help us is the GoFundMe. Mm-hmm. And that is tax write-off, all that, all okay. that good stuff. Yep. Um, we are collecting different things to raffle off, whatever anybody's willing to donate really. And we have until September 2023, so we have time. Okay. So any of these products that are donated, we're going to host several events um, for fundraising, either fish cook-offs or just, I, I work for the fire department. Mm-hmm. Um, going to try to get the department together and do a raffle and a big dinner and just, you know, our family serving yours yeah. type thing. And um, yeah, probably two, three big events like that. And hopefully, you know, we'll get recognition for the people that, donate their products and we'll raise a little bit of money and have a good time. Okay. Do you have, and I think it was Assault Life is still uh, a big uh, sponsor of you guys. Yeah. They have sponsored us for the last few years and they provide uniforms for us. And okay. uh, we should be coming out with a shirt um, that they'll be, yeah. they'll get a percentage of the shirt and we sell mm-hmm. it and it raises money for the team. And Okay. Cool. Yeah. Very cool. Yeah, but I think we're, we're looking to try to, Get some of the big boys, you know. On board. You know, this is right. this is the female team. No, it's a big deal. States. It's a big deal. That's it why is, I want to bring it up. You know, it and it's a, a big, big deal. And not a lot of people know that there's actually this is a competition, right? right? 
Well, that and we're competing against other countries that get government funding. Uh, oh really? Oh yeah. yeah. Oh this this is a huge of deal. All the things that we give government funding for, we don't give government funding <laughs> no, for this. Come no, on. I know. <laughs> Seriously. Um, in other countries, what do I talk to around here? Other countries get a whole budget for this. They go a year in advance to Spain, and they they go on a spearfishing trip, and they see a year in advance of the tournament. What are the fish doing? What depth are they are? What's the water temp? What Come gear on. are they going to need? Oh yeah, it's this is a big deal. And, and, and Europe has a lot of different teams. Yeah. They're, they're serious because they do mm-hmm. a lot of free diving over there. There will be over yeah. 20 countries competing in this tournament, and they they have the funds, and we're wow. trying to raise our funds to compete with so them. So you have to do it independently. Yes. It's frustrating. <laughs> but you know what? Not insurmountable, right? Because we've pitched in before, and we can pitch in again. You yeah. Know, you know? Well, we're going to try to get the word out. And that's why we're getting such an early start. Let's run this dog, right? <laughs> I love it. Yeah, for sure. And then, so, I mean, are you nervous, excited? I mean, what's, I'm really what's... excited because we have a really strong team and yeah. we have a good history. 2018, the first year that women ever competed in Worlds, they got first. And mm-hmm. that was a huge deal. And 2021, they competed in Italy and they got second, which is still pretty good. Mm-hmm. So this year, we have a really strong team. We all get along really well and we're really excited to go. And I, I think... Knowing the girls on the team, the elements we're going to have to be dealing with, we're, we're going to do really well. All right. Also, you were mentioning all this Europe's got a lot of good teams. I was going to say, but they don't have yeah. Julie Eggs. <laughs> it's true. She's a killing machine. Yes. She's a fish killing machine. So is there, a, is there a large boundary out there in Spain for this? I mean, or is it a small boundary? I mean, do they you know, keep it confined to a small area? I don't know. Don't we're know We're pretty yet. far in advance. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, and... I'm sure that people can look up tournaments in the past and kind of see what the boundaries were and get a pretty good idea. But mm-hmm. personally, I'm not sure yet. Okay. All right. All right. Well, well. Listen, before you get there, I'm sure you'll be on the show again and we'll be talking more about it. And you know, I mean, everyone, stay tuned on this one because we're going to be continuing to promote it and and raise awareness for everything that you got going on. And at the very least, you know, I mean, through our social channels and all that. So. You know, we're gonna be we're gonna be stirring up some noise about it. So and we good. appreciate and, it as we should be. You know what I mean? As, as everyone should be. So, because um, we want to make sure that you have everything you need and get you to where you're you're going and the way you need to get there and all that. So, very cool. Um, thank you guys again for coming in. Thank I you. Mean, it's a blast. Yeah, I mean yeah. it's always such a pleasure. Like just hanging out with you guys. Yeah. You know, taking it easy. You know, I I do miss Steve Siegel. Yeah, you know, <laughs> you know, well, he, you know. He, he was hidden behind. The he was bar a nice fixture over there, and he actually had you. You mic'd him up so he could yeah. actually, you know, for yeah, the he peanut said gallery. Thing or two. So you know, we have to say hi to Steve, yeah. but he's not here. Yeah. So you hi, know. Steve. Hi, Steve. Hi, Steve. Yeah. <laughs> Steve's such a good guy. Yeah, great guy. Um, <laughs> I want to um bring up our uh, Starbright program, which I failed to do that at the beginning. Of the episode, Nick's over there, wow. like looking at me, nodding, like, "Yep, you forgot." Starbright, huh? Starbright. Yeah, last episode too. All right, you know what we need to do? We just need to do a commercial and just like insert it right at the beginning of, of every one. I think <laughs> um, to where uh, we're looking for you to nominate. Um, doing a program with Starbright and um, Derek and Corey Redwine up there in the uh, Merritt Island area, um, where they are 
stewards and champions of the coastline and they plant mangroves they have for like the last 20 years been doing it forever before it was a cool thing Hmm. um and uh they've teamed up with starbray and us to you know reward do-gooders in the area so we're looking for nominations so it's very cool actually if i tell you this and you get the word out to the chiefy crew yeah maybe they can do something like that so we're giving away buckets full of starbright products and it's like over 200 dollars worth of stuff in that bucket i love it just for someone nominating a do-gooder and say if they qualify and we feel like they're the do-gooder of the week then and it's we're e- gonna have eco a- the eco-friendly types it, it is yeah it is oh it's all eco-friendly it's all eco except stuff. for the fuel treatment that's the only one, but even then, I think uh, yeah, you never know, it might be. But but I know they're big on it. And it, the nomination, who we would nominate, right? Is. So so you could go Corey Redwine's um, Instagram. It's very easy to nominate someone it's gotcha. at C Redwine S E A Redwine, right? Now you can go to at Dennis Real Art at Connected by Water or at Starbright underscore underscore com. Right, and all you got to do is just tag someone in your story if you do a post about it or something like that, and then just say hey. You know, we mm-hmm. want to nominate this person for a do-good or they got this beach cleanup together or they're continually going on their boat every Saturday and just skimming the coastline in their local area or something like that. Um, so. Cool. Yeah. So, cool. so, we're, so we're looking for, for do-gooders. I know. know a do-gooder who picks up anchors off the bottom on the regular. Uh, yeah. well, I, I sell them though. That's <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, but, but you're but, still bringing them up. But here's what I do is uh, I, I make it a point to get all the Bud Light beer cans that i mm-hmm. can and there's a ton of them down there and they all okay. come from nick and yeah, they all come from these, <laughs> these fishing guys that you know drink drink bud light you know right so it fills yeah. the empty spaces in your uh, lobster the, net the, the, <laughs> nick, nick feels like he could drink bud light forever right and that's why that? that's why yeah. they drink it you yeah know? he could just keep going and, and never get drunk and it's funny because yeah. <clears throat> the guys know don't bring Bud Light on my boat, you know. Yeah. I mean? No, yeah. So I want good beer. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> we'll make sure never to approach Bud Light as a sponsor. Oh, uh, no. Red stripe, red stripe, red, red stripe. stripe. Red stripe. <laughs> That's all right. We we got the best in the business right here with Papa's Pilar, no doubt. which we've been yeah, drinking yeah. here, um, or at least I have. So, <laughs> um, so yeah. So listen, thank you guys awesome. so much. Julie, good luck to you. Thank you. Right, and I don't need need to wish you luck. You got this. <laughs> I'm confident. Yeah. But we're connected by water is going to be there to support you in every way. Um, and then we're going to get the word out and even more. So, all right, cool. Love all it. All right. So, Julie Higgs, Jim Chiefy Matthew. Thank you. All right. Thank, Thank you very you. much. Um, for um giving us your time uh, once again. Um, if you're in the market for a new truck, Jeep, family vehicle. Go ahead and call your buddies over there at Joey Cardi Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram. They will hook you up. And especially if you tell them that you listened to this <laughs> podcast and heard about this little ad at the end and said, hey, they told me to come here. You'll give me a good deal. You're going to get a better deal than anybody else will. I promise you that. They might not promise you that, but I promise you that. Right. Um, but anyway, also, we've been drinking Papa's Pilar Rum. Remind you never to be a spectator. Um, we've got a lot of good things. I just want to bring this up real quick. Papa's Pilar um, is becoming quite the champion for it, the reef restoration. It is. Yeah. And um, so we've got a lot of really cool programs coming up um, and a lot of good things, um, some collaborations that they're going to be doing with some organizations. I don't know how much I'm allowed to talk about it yet because things haven't been officially announced yet, but I can at least talk about um, the good that they're doing to save the reefs and the upcoming news that's going to be announced and stuff like that. So, and it's significant. Hmm. um what they're doing um and i'm 
makes me even prouder to be associated um, cool. with, with this great, great, great company. Um, we want to tell everyone that if you're hungry, if you can't make it over to Chiefy's house at the end of the day for some lobster and lionfish, Papa's um, Raw Bar. Go to, go to Papa's Raw Bar. Hey, right? Absolutely. And, you know, order something off the Connected by Water inspired sushi menu. Um, they got lots of tons of yeah. good stuff on there. Really and, good. Um, fresh fish. Proud to be associated with those guys. Yeah. That's for sure. Um, Starbright, go ahead. Nominated do gooder. Okay. Am I forgetting anyone else? No. All right. Your ego. It's not your amigo. Always <laughs> do your best. At the end of the day, just let God do the rest and do not ever forget that no matter where we are, no matter what we're doing, we're all connected by water. No doubt. All right. Thank you guys. Yeah. <laughs> Cheers. 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 I did hear the rum is very good. It's good. I did hear it's it. all right. legendary shows in the outdoors is on waypoint tv don't miss primo's truth about hunting wednesday nights at 7 p.m eastern on waypoint tv the destination for outdoor entertainment join captain justin leak and meredith mccord for the best fishing action along panama city beach tune in to chasing the sun every sunday at 9 30 a.m eastern on waypoint tv